Hello, Kayla. Why, hello, Harrison. How are you? I am feeling badly good. God, <laughs> I didn't prepare a pun. I am a oh, fool. We God. should have been more prepared for this. We never are. That's kind of our gimmick as a podcast. Yeah, if y'all know us, you know we don't prepare at all. We do nope. zero research except mm-hmm. on the fly. Because you know what? That's what mm-hmm. film school teaches you is Make the it up as you art of seduction. Um, hello Which, and welcome everyone yeah. to Kayla and Harrison what? Won't Shut Up. We won't. Um, um, we talk about last... movies. <laughs> we sure do. And apparently we only talk about movies that have to do with New Zealand. As I mentioned in the last... Oh, yeah, we're on another New Zealand, (laughs) another mockumentary, too. Two episodes ago, we did a documentary um, called Fuck 2020. Mm -hmm. And this one is called What We Do in the Shadows, um, uh, uh, a film uh. from 2014. Yes. Yes. And it is directed by Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi, who are both in this movie. And what's that thing that they did and do? Flight of the Concords. Oh. Well, Jermaine Clement did Flight of the Concords. And the other one did Thor. Yes. Right? What? I'm not making that up. Right? Mm. Oh, my God. No, wait. No. No, no, no. no. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He did Thor Ragnarok. Oh, he directed it. Yes, 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 yes. I knew it. And he did Jojo Rabbit. I don't care about that. I was right about one thing, Harrison. <laughs> Let us never forget. <laughs> Jojo Rabbit, though. <laughs> sure. I, I, never, I never watched it. I oh. never watched it. But we did watch. Maybe it needs to be a podcast episode. It does. I don't know. It does. Um, um, so what, what We Do in the Shadows is another mockumentary, another mockumentary film. Um, this one is about. A horror comedy mockumentary. Yes. About um, a group of vampires that live together in an apartment in a city in New Zealand. And the premise of the movie is mm-hmm. that... What I just said. <laughs> that they all live in an apartment together in New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're vampires. Surprise! Yes. <laughs> um, and in typical mockumentary fashion, they are interviewed and followed around for the duration of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just about like... <laughs> Their day-to-day The day-to-day, boring. There's somewhat of a plot. Like, just a, a little sprinkling of a plot, I would say. Yeah. But ultimately, it's just really taking the vampire genre and highlighting its silly plot points, I think. <laughs> um, yeah. That's fair to say. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> this, I, like I, like we had mentioned, it's pretty much slice of life. I mean, it follows um, three like somewhat younger, quote-unquote, vampires, and then a really older vampire who lives in the basement and seems to be... Like a Nosferatu the, type old... Yes, yes, exactly. Um, and the, the kind of, the one who's really... Um, excited about the documentary filmmakers being there and sort of actually taking them around is is our main character they all have like similar names 
Um, what is the main guy's name? Viago. It's either Viago. Okay. The two V. So Viago kind of takes him around. Um, and. And that's Taiko Waititi. Yes, and he's the one that um kind of like introduces them to the other people and and is like uh sort of laying the groundwork for what it is um and it's i mean i it's it's very funny this is a funny mockumentary um i'm not even someone who i think is like really up on vampire lore you seem to be when we talked about this film earlier you seem to be more up um on on how this is not just a parody um in general but one that's specifically making fun of like sort of vampire lore i feel like yeah i i never read Anne rice i never read twilight i don't i've seen the lost boys but i don't really remember it um i'm obviously a horror fan so vampires come up uh, but i have a very a very uh generic kind of layman's idea of vampires and what they are and i still found this movie to be hilarious <laughs> yeah I think it does a really good job of tapping into like a current day's audience. Like I think um, some people find vampire stuff really boring. Cough, Carly cough. Um, (laughs) And there's a lot of like old romanticism in vampire film depiction. Like a lot of it is not overt sexually because when the stuff was being produced, they, it couldn't be like mm-hmm. in either text or film. Like I think late eighties, like vampire movies started getting a little more of it, like sexual. And then I think with twilight, like that did a really good job of also desexualizing vampires. I mean, right. Or yeah. Or like, write that, huh? Didn't a Mormon person write that story? Yeah, but I mean, like, in the way that, like, Twilight is like the boy band of vampire movies. But I'm saying, like, in a way that it's, like, not hiding the sexual, I mean, they're all, like, shirtless and covered in glitter. I mean, come on. Like, vampires and sexuality are, like, inseparable. Like, it's all about sucking someone's blood, like... It's very um, erotic. So anyway, I think... Remember, I feel like we had a running thing earlier in this podcast where you're into clowns, and I would like to officially move to move that into a running thing where you're into vampires. <laughs> That's okay. I feel comfortable with that. You, you heard it here first, folks. Harrison's into vampires. I very much am. I wanted to be a vampire so bad when I was a kid. I you would dress you... up like a vampire all the time, like several Halloweens in a row. I was Dracula. Um, one year I broke my leg in half and I couldn't trick or treat. And so I got to dress that up like scary. Dracula and my sister went and collected candy for me and brought it back. And then I devoured it all as though it were blood. <laughs> um, I was obsessed with carrying around those little blood pellets when I was little and bite into them and be like, ah, I'm bleeding. Ew. <laughs> I drank someone's oh, blood. No. I was more of a, a werewolf fan growing up, which is funny because in this film, uh, they're they're like their enemies are the werewolves, and they like whenever yes. they see each other outside, they like have like a pissing contest essentially with them. Which um, is I'm, so I'm funny. Kinda, 
I'm Team Werewolf here. Like, growing up, my favorite TV show was Big Wolf on Campus. Do you remember that show? No, I don't remember that. Oh, my God. Had I ever bothered to get into the Twilight series, I would have been for the guy who was a werewolf, Jacob. Um, not the vampire. So we would have been mortal enemies. Oh, I mean, I've never seen Twilight. I just know. No, I no, I just mean in general, you know? Oh, uh, well, yes. Just I think <laughs> that's, like, one of my favorite things about... So, to to like zoom out a little bit what we do in the shadows is a movie um that we're discussing but it's based on a short film called what we do in the shadows interviews with some vampires (laughs) which (laughs) like interview with a vampire but with some yes exactly um from 2005 um and it also is a tv series on fx which i highly recommend I know um, I didn't. I was I was like, oh, I'll watch the first episode before we we re-record for the movie, and I did not. Oh, you but should definitely revisit. So yes. this is also like a critically acclaimed series. Like people fucking love what we do in the shadows in terms of critics, um, because it's such a well-researched. It's a well-oiled machine at this point. Like they've got the kind of interview style down. They've got the like. It's just so outlandish. And in the show, they do a really good job of it's like they expand on the universe a little bit where it's like there's other types of vampires, such as energy vampires, which are not like the tooth and fang draining blood vampires. Wait, Um, are you talking about the people who like real people who think that they are vampires? um, Well, in the show, they're they're called energy vampires and they just bore you to death. Like not to death. But there but... are there are people there are people in real life who fancy themselves vampires and they they talk about getting near people to like to is it like a play maybe on that? Or yes, just... absolutely. Okay, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. No, it sounds hilarious. I need to watch the show. I'm I don't know. I need yeah, to watch it. but also for when the I, I mean for the listeners, they should also I highly suggest watching it it's only two seasons the episodes are really short and it's a different set of characters from this but also what um it also what i love about it is it brings in vampires from like various other moments i'll say so a movie that i really really love is a jim jarmusch film called um only lovers left alive um, with Tilda Swinton and Tom Hiddleston. Um, yeah. Hiddleston. I always say his name wrong. I don't know. What's his name? Loki. Tom Hiddleston. That's yeah. the second time we've brought up Thor up in this podcast. Well, it is true. Um, so there's like an episode in the series where they bring about vampires from all these other vampire, famous vampire movies, and they have like a vampire... Uh, meeting let's just say uh Mm -hmm. anyway it's really funny it taps into a lot of other pulp uh, pop culture references with vampires and it talks about a lot of things other than vampires too so like in the show the werewolves are like a highlighted character which i i just love the beef that they have with the werewolves um it's it's essentially like adult child acting adults like all the vampires are very like self-absorbed 
and they act like they never grew up, even though they're 300, 800, 1,000 years old, or however, like, 8,000 years old is the character of Peter in this movie. Um, It's just very funny. There's, like, an arrested development, kind of, to all of the vampire characters and the werewolves. They're all just, like, really silly. Um, Yeah. So in this, we're introduced to a bunch of them. Things we know about vampires, they can turn into bats. Mm -hmm. They can't go in the sunlight. Mm -hmm. If they eat normal food other than blood, then they get violently sick and start projectile vomiting blood. Yes. Um... They can be killed with a. They can be killed with a stake through the heart or sunlight. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, and they must feed, and in order to do that, they need blood. Yeah. Uh, I just. How does that? How does that compare for you as someone who was the young vampire, as it were? How does that compare to the general lore of a vampire? Oh, it's all on the nose. Mm-hmm. Like I said, all I remember. I read Dracula in high school, mm-hmm. so I know the lore as posited from that book. Right. But all I remember is, like, the dirt from your homeland and, like, the roses on the coffin to trap a vampire in. I don't remember much else. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think a lot of the lore is taken from that sort of stuff, and then a lot of them, it is built upon Hollywood interpretations of... There's a lot of, like, referential Hollywood depictions of vampire stuff in here like one of the early episodes of the tv series he buys like a bunch of glitter and puts it everywhere which is like obviously a nod to oh, um and to the twilight, twilight yeah phenomena i um i the the character in the film nick um who who was supposed to be eaten by the main characters but then gets turned into a vampire by the old one that lives in the basement peter and he P- yeah, Peter turns him, and it, he's Nick, and he uh, the the young guy Nick who just gets turned halfway through the film. Um, his bits are all hilarious, where he goes around telling everyone he's a vampire instead of keeping it on the down low, and he's like, "You know that film Twilight? Like that's about me. That's about me." Yeah, that all was solid gold. Him and then his friend Stu, who they all become obsessed with for some reason. Oh yeah, he because he invent really... he introduces them all to modern technology, so he gets them online. <laughs> I like I like I like that, but I also like the idea that they just like him for like there's no real discernible like obviously it's because they he like gets them the internet and he does all these nice things for them, but he's just such a non entity as a person, Stu is. Yeah. That I just it's it works for me this idea that they're just obsessed with him because he's so such a blank slate. Yeah. <laughs> like he doesn't and have they keep any... <laughs> God. They take him in the film, they take him to a few parties and they're like cover your pink face because <laughs> his cheeks are so rosy and like blood filled and everyone's gonna know that like he's a human um oh my god it's, it's so good it's it's really a fun, it's a it's a hilarious film yeah i um it's just I a think... ragtag group of like really silly stupid characters um there's like yes and they try to like normalize them or humanize them in ways like the main character, um, Viago, uh, is like very neurotic and is like, we all need to come together and clean up 
this place. There's plates everywhere filled with blood and we need to take turns doing our chores. And they're like, we're vampires. We don't have to do any of this shit. <laughs> and he's like, we need the plates cleaned. It's just so silly. It's so silly. It's really good. I, I feel ready for my my rating. Oh, okay. You? I feel. Am I going too fast? No, you can give your rating. Okay. Um. So I am going to give this film a five out of six. Ooh. I feel like it's a perfect example of the mockumentary genre. It's hilarious. Um. I, there's just you can tell that they they um. They have so much to work with here, like you mentioned, plays on vampire lore, um, but also just plays on, you know, middle-aged men living together um, and trying to be younger than they really are. Um, and the, the little subplot with the, with the Nick character who becomes a vampire and his, his best friend. Um, Stu. Stu. <laughs> it's just hilarious. I mean, um, you know... Jermaine, is that how I say his name? Uh -huh. Jermaine Clement. Yeah. Jermaine Clement and and Taiko Watihi is like they're hilarious. Um, yeah. They they're hilarious together. They um, this movie is just consistently funny. So I would say five out of six, just because I'm not a huge vampire person, mm -hmm. or else maybe I would be six out of six. I also had seen this film years ago and had mostly forgotten about it and found it a lot funnier this second time. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe for me, it's not necessarily like a classic film. I'm a little disappointed that this TV show is about different vampires and it's, um, that's a little disappointing, but you say it's just as good. So I got to check it out. I would argue. Okay. So I also give this a five out of six. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I think because I actually like the series more is the only reason I don't give it a 6 out of 6. Mm -hmm. And I was introduced to the series before. that. I've been told to watch this movie for years. And like I just slept on it for whatever reason. And I just recently watched it for the first time after watching the series. And I think the reason the series is better is just because it, ex it has so much room to grow and expand on the mythos and expand on the characters that are involved in the show and flesh out so many different timelines. And I think, or not timelines, storylines. Um, and I think that I really like that about it. And also, as I was saying about the vampires being sexual, like it's so overt in the show that it's just, it's just so hilarious. And the show, you know, there's like a witch, there's witches on the show and there's zombies and oh, there's yeah. like, there's just so much more of the horror mythos that I feel like this movie was set the precedent for obviously to like expand upon it. But I think the characters in um, this are funny, but this feels almost like a watered down version of the series, which is why I wouldn't give it a six out of six. Um, but so I you like the series more than the film. That's yeah. What I'm hearing. Yeah, definitely. Then I love, I love yeah. this film. I found it really funny, but the characters are just so, there's so much more to the characters in the TV series. Um, I guess that's maybe the the problem with movies versus TV shows is you just have right. more you have more of a canvas in a TV show. Yeah, and this I think this content leads itself more to that vessel than a movie. Um, okay. Uh, I feel like you and you do. You, how do you feel about it? Like you know, sometimes you really like a, a film over a TV show because you feel like it. It, it says what it has to say, 
it doesn't ever get trite or stale because it only does what it's going to do in an hour and a half. It kind of stops before it could get old. Right. But you don't really see that being a problem in this TV show? No. No, not at all. Um, I'm like, we just finished the second season, and I'm already like thirsty for more. <gasps> thirsty for more? That's <laughs> a pun I could have worked with at the beginning of this in the intro. In May, it was renewed for a third season. Ooh, and you say it's FX? How do I watch this? Um, HBO Max, I think. Oh, right. We talked about this yesterday. Yes, I'm going to have to sell my soul to HBO Max. Yes. Um, By which I mean subscribe monthly. Yeah, for sure. I also <laughs> think, I think, um, I really like the actors in this. And they do, like, they do return to the world that these people have created um in the like, tv show in the tv show um not mm-hmm. to like not to be main characters no but it's all it's all tied together it's in the same world like which okay. is quote unquote the real world you know um yeah. there there's also been like other off shoots of this movie and um tv series they're like some television offshoots and they're joking that they're going to make a sequel called werewolves um exploring the werewolves <laughs> oh but it's not real um every couple years they say that they're going to do it um oh i would love that <laughs> um i would love it too because the werewolf thing is just so fucking funny like when they just start battling each other like it we're werewolves not swearwolves yeah like they just rip on the werewolves so hard and the werewolves are like just not even like mean or anything they're just like (laughs) it's just so good it's so everything about this i highly recommend what we do in the shadows it's also just like a you're not gonna leave this feeling sad like Mm -hmm. oh no yeah even when peter even when peter meets his demise um rip yeah uh so yeah go watch it Stamp of approval from Kaylin Harrison. Shut up. We love what we do in the shadows. Please make Ew. more. All right. It's a funny statement. I do. We love what we do. Anyway. Oh, oh, there's oh, a, there's oh, all sorts oh. of puns I could have made, and it's too late, and I am ashamed of myself. Mm. <laughs> I also love that uh, Jermaine uh, based his performance on Gary Oldman and Dracula. <laughs> it's like pretty, yeah. It's. <laughs> Like when he so went up, good. which is the Tiago movie that opens the what? door and he, they're having sex like on the side wall. Oh yeah. Now, like... <laughs> and then he opens it again and he's like, what do you want? Um, <laughs> yeah. So we, <laughs> Carly, we watched, uh, we have this thing. I think I've talked about it before. We're usually during October um, when there's not an international pandemic. Um, we have, a month of horror movies that we do. And we usually do like one to three a week. And we have like a bunch of people come over and then we talk Mm -hmm. about the movie. Mm -hmm. Someday Um, we'll get to do it again. Someday. Yeah. Someday. Hopefully next Halloween. Um, but we watched Dracula this past, not 2020, but 2019. And, um, it was so funny because it was such a hit or miss movie because some people just really don't like the like kind of, like gothic slow paced kind of old feeling of the movie like Mm -hmm. um and 
Carly fucking hated it. (laughs) Like when the movie ended, when the movie ended, she was like, I am never sitting through that again. And I was just like, what? (laughs) This movie was, this movie's amazing. The special effects, like the music, the everything, Francis Ford Coppola, like the acting, God, how could you not? But yeah, she was not. Michael having loves it. this movie or that movie. Michael, I would, I think, if you asked him, you know, Dracula, because we're talking about Dra- Bram Stoker's, uh, Stoker's Dracula, the one with Gary Oldman, right? Yes. Gary Oldman and um, what's her name? You know the one, Winona Ryder. Yeah. He loves that movie. That's like one of his all-time favorite movies. Anthony I Hopkins, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, oh, Keanu. How could I have forgotten? Yes. <laughs> Criticism of Keanu Reeves' performance is its own subcategory on Wikipedia. <laughs> Why? Um, well, I'll have to dive deep into that in the yeah. future. But for now, I'm just going to remember that he's a uh, he's a kind man. Yes, and, and I, on... I don't. I I think he was he had a fine performance as Jonathan Harker. Jonathan Harker is kind of a boring person. I mean, again, that's another thing I remember from reading the book. Yeah, I think most of it was his accent, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. No idea. I didn't read the criticism, but I. Well, we'll have to. I've heard maybe, of it. Maybe we'll have our own podcast episode about Keanu Reeves and Dracula, not yes. a film review, but just of that one performance. Agreed. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, I think we've done our job here. We've reviewed what we do in the shadows, and on that note, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Skiddly beep bop. Skiddly beep bop. We need to bring Carly back oh, for that. We oh, need oh. it. Oh, <laughs> oh.